Hallelujah, praise Jesus, the soon coming King. We just worship you, Lord. We just bless your holy name. You are wonderful and beautiful. We thank you today for your mercy and grace, your favor and love, your unending love towards us all. We are grateful. Thank you, Father, for such a time as this, a time in your presence, a time of worship, a time of the word from on high, the word that transforms and changes our lives. We give you praise for the privilege to be a living being. We thank you, Lord. Lord, let your spirit permeate this atmosphere. Let your name be glorified. Lord, as we bring forth your word to your people, let it sink into our hearts. Amen. Let it make meaning to our hearts. Amen. Let it have root in our hearts. Amen. Let it produce results in our hearts. Let it produce repentance and brokenness in our hearts. Thank you, Father. Anoint my tongue like a pen in the hand of a ready writer so that I can declare your word with pellucidness and clarity and simplicity in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, glorious God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today I'm going to be bringing you the word of God to you uh, from the King's Vine Assembly, Ilori, Nigeria. My name is Sheikh Sam Abijibe, the senior pastor of the King's Vine Assembly, Ilori, Nigeria. I believe you've been enjoying fellowship with us ever since you connected to this ministry. I believe this is another time to be blessed. And so, pick up your Bible, call your friends right in the room, your children or your parents, and bring yourselves together so that we can both all together enjoy what God has for us. Um, I will be reading from the Word of God, Psalm Number 51, and I will be reading from verse number 10, verse number 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of the salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Today I will be speaking to you on the subject the heart of a man. The heart of a man. I want you to know that one of the best things that God cherish in us, one of the best things that God wants from us, likes in us, and interested in about us, is the state of a man's heart. The heart of a man is the center of the essence of worship. Not the building. 
thank God for the building. Not the religious exercises that we engage in today. And we confuse ourselves with those religious exercises. Exercises like fasting, praying, uh, giving, tithing, and you name it. They are simply religious activities. And they are also necessary when it comes to fulfilling all righteousness. But in all, what is more important to God is the state of a man's heart. The state of a man's heart. And I dare to say to you that the state of our heart is far more important than long prayers. Far more important than long fasting. Far more important than getting busy with religious activities. And of course, I want to let you know that you can be praying with a wrong heart. You can give with a wrong heart. You can do worship. You can do praises with a wrong heart. You can do intercession with a wrong heart. You can preach fantastic messages yet with a wrong heart. You can go to church seven times in a week with a wrong heart. You can be involved in several Christian activities from Monday to Sunday and you continue the next week. And you just get busy yet with a wrong heart. You can do the work of the ministry with the wrong heart. And so one of the most important things to God as far as serving him is concerned is the state of a man's heart. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 says the heart of a man is wicked and above all desperately wicked, deceitful and wicked. The heart of man is crucial to God. If your worship will be acceptable, it's going to start from your heart. The heart is the center, is the epitome of God's approval for any man. This is crucial to God. This is essential to God. Because our God is a just God. When you have a wrong heart, your worship is not acceptable. The essence of this message is to bring us back to the needful, the most important, the most relevant, or else we're just kidding with religion. You remember that Two young men by the name Cain and Abel, of their own free volition, came to the presence of God one day and both brought an offering. <laughs> God did not request for an offering from them, but they chose to bring an offering. Fine. So there is nothing wrong if you choose to give God a seed. You want to sow a seed in a man's life, in somebody's life, in a pastor's life. For a church, it's fine. 
it has to be by your own free will volition. Although I do not subscribe that people should be forced or coerced. Now we see that Cain and Abel of their own free will volition brought an offering unto God. I repeat, God did not by that scripture in Genesis, God did not request or require of them that they must bring an offering. They chose to and that's good. That's not bad at all. But you know what? Did you see what happened? Time will not suffice me to take you into the scriptures and, and let's oh, really deal with it. But I'm just passing by from that. And so the Bible says, And Cain brought from that offering to the Lord. And the Lord rejected Cain and then his offering. Notice that the scripture says, and the Lord rejected Cain and then his offering. The Lord did not reject his offering until he rejected his himself. He rejected him first and then his offering was rejected. Meaning that the moment a man is rejected, whatever he brings to God is also rejected. His offerings, his services, his singing, his dancing. Once God rejects you, every of your spiritual gymnastic becomes useless and rejected before God. And then the next thing we saw was that an Abel also brought an offering to the Lord. And the Bible says, and then God accepted Abel. And then his offering. God first accepted the personality of Abel. He accepted his heart. God searched through his heart. And he accepted him. And then thereafter his offerings was accepted. What does this mean to you? What does this say to you? What do you think right now? You are dancing before God. Beautiful. Has he accepted your heart? You can dance and yet God will not accept. You can praise God and yet God will not accept. You can go into worship and God will not accept. When he searches through our heart, what does he find? I want you to know from today that all the things that we do for God is first immaterial until God first accepts us. This is the reason why the book of Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 says, Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Sin is produced from the heart. Malice comes from the heart. It comes from the heart. I want you to know that it all comes from the heart. God first rejected Cain and then his offering. God first accepted Cain and then his offering. I want you to know that until and until our heart is accepted, until our heart is accepted, 
our offerings cannot be accepted. When he accepts our heart, then all the other things we do will equally be accepted. I want you to know that. The book of Psalm 66 and verse 18 says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Have you heard that? Check your Bible. If I regard iniquity, if I allow sin, if I allow deception, if I allow malice, if I allow unforgiveness, if I allow hatred, if I allow backbiting, if I allow every form of sin and what displeases God, my prayers will not be accepted. My requests will not be listened to. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Sometimes in this part of our world, you see people jumping from one mountain to the other. Some people doing extraordinary spiritual exercise to impress God. We cannot impress God. His words are clear. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. For as long as the, as Abel himself was rejected, his offerings meant nothing. If you like, bring 50 million tithe, God won't accept you. You can't bribe God. If you go steal money, do some gymnastic and yahoo stuff, and you come to the church to drop your offering, you are wasting your time. Once the money you brought is not clean, you cannot bribe God. You can bribe the pastor and, and bring fat offerings and fat seed. <laughs> you both are kidding. You both will be deceiving yourselves. One thing that is dangerous in a person is to deceive himself. You go and sleep around and get stuff from your man friend and you come to church to pay offerings and tithes. You are deceiving yourself. You deceiving yourself. Any money that is non-clean and you bring to God to give an offering so that he can bless you more. You are deceiving yourself. So know from today. Whatever is unclean is unclean. Whatever is not right is not right. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. If you like, sow everything you have and sow your life to the prophet. You both will be deceiving yourself. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. As simple as that. Psalm number 66 and verse number 18. If I regard iniquity. Before you go for worship. Before you go praising. Before you go jumping and dancing. Which is good. It's part of Christian worship. 
Check your heart. What's the state of your heart? Is your heart right before God? I wish Cain checked his heart. Before he went into the presence of God. And God had to reject him. Before you go into service next time. Before you get into the church. Before you go into a session of praise. Before you go into spiritual exercise. Search your heart. I love David. He said. Search me O Lord and know me. Try my heart and see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Search me O God. And know me. Try my heart and see if there be any wicked way in me. And then lead me in the way of everlasting. I love that song. There's one song that I love. It just crossed my mind right now. Powerful song. I will just sing one of the verses. He said, I have prepared my heart for you. Oh Lord, come take your throne. I have prepared my heart for you. Oh Lord, come take your throne. Nothing must break into my soul. Nothing must break into my thoughts. No one must rise to take your place. Oh Lord, come take your throne. I have prepared my heart for you. Oh Lord, come take your throne. I have prepared my heart for you. Oh Lord, come take your throne. Nothing must break into my holes. Nothing must break into my thoughts. No one must rise to take your place. Oh shut down because they are not in their usual building to worship. Whereas the temple of the Lord is our heart. Our heart is the temple of the Lord. And when we defile the temple of the Lord, God cannot fellowship with us. What have you defiled your heart with? The things of the world have defiled some people. 
the mundane things of this earth have defiled some people. The temple of the Lord, which is your heart, is full of fury, full of anger, full of unforgiveness, full of impatience, full of sin, full of greed, full of all manners of evil. Said so the heart of a man is evil, continually wicked. Is this the same type of heart we take into the church? We come into God's presence. We must search our heart. What is the state of your heart? Cain was rejected. And then his offering. Check your Bible. And Cain was rejected. And then his offering. And Abel was accepted. And then his offering. Something is responsible. Something cost it. When you come into God's presence with singing, with dancing, with hallelujah, with shouting and praises, will you be accepted? Will your worship be accepted? Will the evil things in our hearts have you searched? David said, search me, O God, and know me. Try my heart and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And then lead me in the way everlasting. Our heart is crucial. Don't just, don't just jump from mountain to mountain. Don't just jump from mountain to mountain. Without searching your heart. You, you can't snatch somebody's husband. And you think God will listen to you. Then you move from mountain to mountain, praying, looking for prophets, seeking for sowing seed to cover up. Let me tell you, your seed cannot cover up for that. You cannot steal what is not yours and you cause pain for other people. And then you jump into the church sowing seed, demonic seeds. And you think God will be happy. God is not unjust. As we are. I can cover up and lay hands on you. To cover for your sins. And take your seed. But in the presence of God. Your sins cannot be covered. Except you genuinely come to God. And you repent of your sins. And you turn from your wicked ways. I must check my heart. And turn from my own wicked ways. What is the state of your heart? You can be singing. And yet God is not pleased with you. You can be dancing. And yet God is not pleased with you. Listen to me. You can do abortion. And then start dancing. In the presence of God. You have to search your heart. And go for genuine repentance. Search me O God. And know me. Try me. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. This message is to lead you in the way everlasting. Don't throw it away. Now is the appointed time. Now is the right time. Think about it. Meditate in it. Before you give your offering and see it next time or pay tight, search your heart. God is not interested 
in your tithes and offerings and seed without you being in right standing with him. Your heart is more important than tithe, more important than seed, more important than, than the offerings. If you get it right with your heart, then your seed and offerings will make meaning in the eyes of God. Aside that, you are wasting your time. For you not to waste your time thinking that you are doing God a service. Why not bow your heart? Put your hand on your chest and confess him as Lord and Savior. Cry like David and say, Lord, search my heart. Try my heart. Know my heart. Help my heart. Help me to be right with you. The heart of a man is deceitful and above all desperately wicked. Say, Lord Jesus, today I hear your word and I bow and humble myself before you. Today, I've seen my emptiness and the state of my heart, how terrible. How terrible. How devilish my heart has been. But now I realize, and I'm sorry, Lord, forgive me my sins. Jesus, cleanse me by your precious blood. Clear my sins away. Clear my sins away before you, Lord. Forgive me my sins, Lord. I'm sorry for my errors. I'm sorry for my errors. I repent from today. I accept you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. From henceforth, I will do your will. I will walk in your will. I will serve you with a good heart. Thank you for the blood that washed my sins away. I am saved and my name now written in the book of life. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Father, thank you for everyone who have listened, who are watching us live right now. I pray, Lord, you bless them. For those who have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and who are willing to make sure that they have a good heart standing before Jehovah God. Lord, I ask that you help them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Be exalted forevermore. And so, Lord, I pray for everyone and I bless them in the name of the Lord. I pray, Lord, that your blessings be upon us. I rebuke plague. I rebuke sickness. I rebuke disease. I rebuke pestilence. It will not come near your dwelling place. Peace be upon you. The blessings of God be upon you. The blessings of God be upon you. May the blessings of God be upon you. His covering, his mercy, his favor be upon you. You will not die, but leave to declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You shall fulfill purpose. God will take care of you. Everywhere may be locked down, but heavens are not locked down. His heavens are open upon us. 
mercies are pouring upon our lives. Favor and goodness and supply pouring upon our lives. In the name of Jesus. We have a father. Almighty father. He is king of kings and lord of lords and lord of glory. He is with us. In the name of Jesus. Thank you father. And in Jesus name we pray. And until next week Sunday 9 a.m. again. And on Wednesday, 5.30 p.m. live, we come to you live from the King's Vine Assembly, Yelorin, Nigeria. I am Reverend Shekman Biji, and I'm saying God bless you. Bye-bye. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, His goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord.